I told you we'd be back. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It's Joey Hudson. I wanted to name it the Joey Hudson Bill, but you know, they don't allow you to name put names on bills, <laughs> but I wanted to call it the Joey Hudson Bill because I know, I know that one's been near and dear to you for a number of years. That's how it's done. Let your voice be heard. And the truth shall set you free. Here's Joey Hudson. Welcome to this Wednesday, November 8th edition of Just the Truth. Glad to have you join me as we take the PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition Studio on the road to Miami, Florida, where tonight five GOP candidates will face each other in the RNC's third debate in this presidential primary. PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, to lose weight for the last time, visit myphdweightloss.com. So here's what's in the news today. As the war between Israel and the terrorist group Hamas continues for one month now, Reports indicate Israel has been targeting Hamas tunnels after encircling Gaza City. More on that in just a minute as we'll give you an update there. Uh, Just 10 days before another government shutdown, Congress expands their to-do list with Ukraine and the southern border at the top of the list. And yesterday was election day in some states around the country with just a handful having statewide elections. But a lot of local school board municipalities holding elections along with some ballot initiatives that you need to know about as well. And of course, tonight's debate, again, number three for the GOP candidates running to take the Republican nomination from frontrunner President Donald Trump. I'm in Miami with Mike Gallagher, as he'll be bringing up-to-the-minute news on the debate tonight. Plan to listen online at MikeOnline.com. You can watch on the Salem News Channel, SalemNewsChannel.com, on the various apps, Salem Media Host Hugh Hewitt joins NBC host Lester Holt and Kristen Welker as tonight's moderators. Let's start with a quick update on the war in Israel. Israel's ground forces in the Gaza Strip aimed yesterday, uh, actually early this morning, to locate and disable Hamas's militants' vast tunnel of networks. It's amazing the, the miles and miles and miles uh, of these uh, tunnels that Hamas has built over the years. Um, Since Hamas gunmen killed 1,400 people initially, took some 240 hostages, which uh, they still have those hostages, Uh, this uh, happened again. It was a month yesterday. Israel has just literally pounded Gaza from the air and used ground troops to divide the coastal enclave into two different parts. Gaza City, the territory's largest town, and Hamas's main stronghold, uh, is circled now, according to Israeli uh, officials. Israel says that its troops have advanced to the heart of the city, where Hamas says that its fighters have inflicted heavy losses on the invading, uh, invading forces. Uh, Chief Israeli military spokesperson Rear, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said that Israel's combat engineering corps were using explosive devices to destroy a tunnel network built by Hamas that stretches for hundreds of of miles beneath Gaza. Defense Minister Gallant said Israel had, quote, one target, Hamas terrorists in Gaza, their infrastructure, their commanders, bunkers, and communications rooms. Israeli tanks have faced a, a good bit of resistance from Hamas fighters using the, this tunnel of networks to launch ambushes. Two sources with Hamas and separate militant groups uh, say that they are making headway in defending their position. It just depends on who you're talking to or who you're listening to. Media outlets in Israel report on the war say that it's impossible to verify the battlefield claims coming from both sides. Of course, 
we know to trust Israel and what they're saying. It's worth noting that Israelis have voiced fear that military operations could further endanger the hostages uh, who are believed to be held in these tunnels. Uh, they're, they're having to treat this with kid, kid uh, gloves, but of course they also have to defend themselves. They're in the middle of a war. Israel says that it uh, won't agree to a ceasefire until the hostages are released. Hamas says it won't stop fighting while Gaza is under attack. So we're at a standstill, a, a, a standoff. Senior Hamas official Ghazi Hamad told Al Jazeera Television, I challenge Israel if it has been able to, to this moment, to record any military achievement on the ground other than killing civilians. Of course, that's their story, and, that, and that's what they're trying to, uh, uh, trying to get the world's attention and our sympathy uh, by, by claiming that uh, Israel has killed more children than anyone else. Since October, is the Israeli bombardment, according to the Palestinians, has killed over 10,000. They claim 40% of those are innocent children. Uh, Washington, of course, has, has backed Israel's position that a ceasefire would help Hamas militarily, but U.S. President Joe Biden has said uh, this week he had urged Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to undertake a pause in fighting. In Gaza's Khan uh, Yunus, rescuers use their bare hands, literally, to try to free a girl uh, buried, uh, buried to her waist in debris following an attack on a house that health officials said killed 11 people. Hamas's armed wing said late uh, Tuesday that it had fired missiles at Tel Aviv, uh, rocket sirens, according to the report, sounded in the Israeli city and other cities in central Israel. Israelis in Tel Aviv marked, again, one month, one month yesterday, since the Hamas attack uh, with a candlelight visual around photos of the hostages that, um, that they believe to have been taken by Hamas. Israel so far has been vague about its long-term plans, if it achieves uh, its stated goal of, of literally uh, just eliminating Hamas totally. In some of the first direct comments on the subject, Netanyahu said Israel would seek to have security responsibility for Gaza for an indefinite period after the war. Officials with Israel say they're not interested in governing the enclave. Uh, Gallant, Israel's defense minister, said that after the war was finished, neither Israel nor Hamas would rule Gaza. Gaza's already um, had horrible living conditions, and they have deter uh, deteriorated even further following this uh, month of relentless bombardment. Nearly two-thirds of Gaza's 2.3 million residents are internally displaced, according to uh, the U.N. At Gaza City's hospital, a woman sheltering with young children in an impoverished uh, tent fashioned from fabric, said that they had fled their home because of airstrikes. Uh, she told the media, the situation is getting worse day after day. There's no food, no water. When my son goes to pick up water, he queues for three or four hours in line. They struck bakeries. We don't have any bread, she said. The World Health Organization estimates 122,000 displaced Gazans are sheltering in hospitals, churches, and other public buildings across the Gaza Strip. Uh, with a further 827,000 in schools. I mean, uh, th this is just a horrible situation, one that is not going to be solved overnight. There's not an easy solution to this. Uh, and, and we know and we support Israel and their right to defend themselves. 
The International Committee of the Red Cross said that a humanitarian convoy came under fire in Gaza City on Tuesday. And that's the crazy thing. Hamas wants the world to, to have compassion uh, for them, but yet they won't allow humanitarian aid to come in to help their people. The, the convoy, after rerouting, delivered medical supplies to hospitals, calling the incident deeply troubling. The organization said two trucks were damaged and a driver was lightly wounded. It did not identify the source of the firing. Portions of today's show brought to you by Discounted Appliance Warehouse. Are you tired of buying appliances from inexperienced sales staff with no appliance knowledge? Uh, with so many different options now, brands, features, it's really tough to figure out, isn't it, which one's right for you. You go to one of the big box stores, they simply just refer you to aisle 39 where you just have all of these different uh, options. You're just not quite sure which one's best for you and your family. Well, the team at Discounted Appliance Warehouse, they have the knowledge that you need to have the confidence in your purchase. They'll show you around the warehouse with over 11,000 square feet, packed slam full of new appliances, quite often 1,500 or more in stock ready for delivery to your home today. They have an award-winning service department and extended warranties. They have you covered well beyond the sale, and Discounted Appliance Warehouse is proud to offer Speed Queen, the only washer and dryers with up to seven years warranty on parts and labor check out their new overstock appliance center it's in the market at the mill in downtown pickens as well they have some great clearance pricing there and online of course at discountedapplianceWarehouse.com. that's discounted appliance warehouse d-a-w-pickens.com d-a-w-pickens.com so just 10 days before another uh threaten of government shutdown uh, Ten days before this potential shutdown, and how many times have we heard this story, huh? Uh, Congress is no closer, we're told, to resolving the standoff, and some say is even complicating the issue with Republicans insisting on border security changes as a condition for further support for Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Uh, Democrats have balked, calling it dead on arrival in the Senate. New House Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, earning his pay pretty early here, uh, said that Republicans do not want to close things down, but he's well aware that his predecessor, Representative Kevin McCarthy, was ousted as Speaker after compromising with Democrats back in September. So uh, he says he's not going to make the same mistake. He, he said at a news conference alongside families with loved ones kidnapped in the Israel-Hamas war, we certainly want to avoid a government shutdown. It's a dangerous time around the world right now, he said. We recognize that, and we're doing our job. Uh, again, Johnson facing one of his most difficult tests yet uh, with just two weeks into the job. At a closed-door meeting, House Republicans discussed stopgap measures, including a new idea gaining traction, a laddered approach that would fund parts of the government until early December and then the rest until mid-January. The Senate, which is controlled by Democrats, of course, has been working to come up with a more comprehensive spending plan that would fund the government at current levels while also considering President Joe Biden's nearly $106 billion Request for supplemental money for Ukraine, Israel, the Asia-Pacific region, and some border security. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said none of this will be easy to do. None of this, the outcome of the next two weeks, will hang on the same thing that I've emphasized all year, bipartisan cooperation. Of course, we know what his bipartisan cooperation is. It means that the, Democrat, um, the Republicans do what the Democrats 
want them to do. That, that's his idea of bipartisan cooperation. Congress uh, is in the, uh, this budget shutdown loop because the House and the Senate have failed so far, as they often do, to pass the dozen individual bills needed to fund the various agencies in the government. When the uh, new budget year began October the 1st, Lawmakers agreed then to approve funding at the current levels until November the 17th uh, to allow them to finish up the work, and of course, they haven't done so. Newsmax writes, to complicate matters this time, Republicans are refusing Biden's request to support Ukraine in battling Russia unless the president agrees to their demands to bolster security along the U.S. border with Mexico. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell said that he spoke Monday with President Biden and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and did, quote, make it clear to both of them we have to have a credible solution to the border. Uh, administration critics have slammed Joe Biden for doing too little to control this, this vast surge of migrants, illegals, that are coming into our nation daily. And with the situation with Hamas terrorists in Israel, it makes it more important than ever for us to know who's coming into our country. There, there's uh, been, been talk that Hamas and Hezbollah has already been sending uh, groups into the U.S. via the, the southern border for years now, planning this. Uh, McConnell said that he is aligned with Biden's, quote, comprehensive approach to funding Ukraine, Israel, and other regions, but Republicans are very serious about including the border changes, he said. Given that the Senate is slimly divided between Democrats and Republicans, the border needs to be a part of it if it's going to clear the Senate, he said. Uh, Biden, of course, is seeking nearly $14 billion in border money for uh, additional holding facilities, we're told, asylum officers, and other needs, including efforts to stop the flow of deadly drugs like fentanyl. Republicans say that does not go far enough, though, and they're demanding policy changes that would make it more difficult for illegals to claim asylum at the border. They also want to revive building the border wall with the, the material that we've already spent billions on that's just lying there rusting. Uh, why not put it up? Why not go ahead and, and continue building that wall because we have to have security at our southern border. White House has been discussing some border policy changes, but dismissed the Senate Republican proposal, said it lacked policy provisions that would be important to Democrats. Uh, why wouldn't it be important to Democrats? I, I, I don't care uh, what party affiliation you, you are with. Don't you want our country to be safe? I, I can't imagine anyone who would say they don't want our country to be safe don't want their families to be safe. Uh, Democrats criticized the Republican proposal as a return to Donald Trump-era border policies. Well, those were pretty good days. <laughs> those were pretty good days when uh, we didn't have hundreds of thousands coming across our border, people we don't know who they are, potentially terrorists. Uh, Senator Patty Murray, a Democrat in Washington, said Congress cannot leave Ukraine behind as it confronts Russian President Putin. She had blocked a Republican attempt this week to pass the House's Israel aid bill alone without any other aid. Uh, she said Ukraine is at a critical point in a brutal war. We must not give Putin a win and throw Ukraine to the wolves, she said. Uh, Senator Chris Murphy, also a Democrat, uh, he's in 
from, from Connecticut said Ukraine's military could soon have empty rifles. He said the decisions being made now in Congress could determine whether Kyiv, the capital, remains a city in Ukraine or falls to Russia in the coming year. Biden has requested $61 billion for Ukraine as part of his package. Republican support is weakening. Some Republicans are eyeing a smaller amount that focuses on military hardware rather than humanitarian and government aid in Kyiv. Here's what you need to know. Unable to finish their annual government funding work in the two weeks ahead, Congress will almost certainly have no other choice than a stopgap solution to avoid a government shutdown. We're going to get into that whole government shutdown debate again. Uh, the, the House and the Senate have both approved packages of bills to fund the government, but they are taking different approaches. House Republicans uh, dramatically are, are, are veering away from the agreement that Biden and McCarthy struck earlier this year to set spending levels, and I don't think we're going to see the, the new House Speaker Johnson defending that, that uh, program. He's smart to recognize Kevin McCarthy lost his job because of deals he made with Biden. Uh, House Republicans are also cutting money for most departments except the Pentagon, while the Senate also boosts defense and has shifted some of their resources uh, to other areas as well. Without a compromise, the final products have been sent to Biden to become law as it is. Uh, Johnson presented several plans to Republican lawmakers at a closed-door meeting, according to lawmakers who were in the room. The House's uh, conservatives, some call them hardline, but the other conservatives, uh, like Freedom, the Freedom Caucus, Representative Ralph Norman, mostly favored the two-step laddered approach because it would put a tight deadline on Congress to finish up the work and negotiate with the Senate. Uh, senior Republicans on the House Appropriations Committee warned that it would likely take far longer uh, than to reach an agreement with the Senate on spending levels, especially when an agreement on top-line spending that, that Biden and McCarthy struck is no longer being met. Lawmakers do not expect any voting until early next week. That puts Congress on a very tight deadline. Again, we're looking at November the 17th. House Republicans spent most of last month struggling to elect a new speaker. Democrats were critical of that, saying that they wasted time that they could have been spending uh, on trying to come up with funding for uh, the government. Uh, it's an off-year election, of course, uh, yesterday. Uh, there were no shortage of high-stakes contests uh, around the nation. There were competitive governor's races in, like, Deep Red Kentucky and Mississippi, uh, ballot measures on abortion and marijuana legalization in Ohio, revealing state legislative elections in Virginia and New Jersey, an assortment of big-city mayor races, uh, including uh, Greenville, and scores of other local elections that may provide some snapshots of the national mood in advance of 2024. That, that's sort of the big question from uh, yesterday's results. Ohio voters approved a constitutional amendment, according to an Associated Press uh, report last night, who called this, which would enshrine abortion rights into the Ohio state's constitution uh, in a vote that was, of course, opposed by Republicans in the state who argued that the measure went even further than Roe v. Wade. Uh, let's admit it, if this stands... Uh, the election signals a major victory for pro-abortion advocates, which is very disappointing, uh, in, including uh, groups like the ACLU, who had pumped literally tens of millions into the state. Uh, remember, Donald Trump carried Ohio by eight points in 2020. Uh, the ACLU uh, 
uh, argued that a constitutional amendment was needed to protect abortion access after the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights spokesperson Lauren Blauvelt said in an ACLU press release that the opponents of Issue 1 were the extremists who are trying to take away our rights and mislead voters. She said, voting no hands your most personal family decisions over to the government. Uh, Top Republicans in the state, along with the parental rights groups and faith leaders, argued that the measure went too far, and in many cases even farther than Roe v. Wade did. It's pretty clear, uh, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said, it's pretty clear that the constitutional amendment just goes farther, much further than what the average Ohioan approves. Ohio voters also approved a measure legalizing recreational marijuana for adults 21 and older. Uh, Democrat Governor Andy Bashir won uh, re-election in Kentucky. He defeated GOP Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who had the backing of former President Donald Trump and Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell. In Philadelphia, Democrat Sherelle Parker became the city's first female mayor. In Rhode Island, Democrat Gabe Ammo uh, will become the first black person to represent the state in Congress after winning a special congressional election there as well. So what does this mean for 2024, if anything? Text your comments to the Truth Text Line, 864-477-JOEY, 864-477-5639. Locally, Spartanburg County residents approved a penny sales tax Tuesday uh, to pay for road and infrastructure improvements around the county. Officials say the tax will bring in an estimated $478 million over the next six years, which will pay for 577 projects. Some of the projects listed, uh, county resurfacing, 478 projects valued at $165 million. South Carolina DOT resurfacing, 38 projects at $158 million. Uh, some uh, stormwater improvements, county bridge replacements, city municipal resurfacing. Uh, all of this adds up to the $400 plus million dollars that they expect this to, uh, to, to, to raise. The current penny sales tax is set to expire April 30th of next year. That tax was used to fund construction of a new Spartanburg County Courthouse, Spartanburg Police Headquarters, Spartanburg Fire Headquarters, and a new city county office complex. The new one-cent sales tax that was approved yesterday takes effect May 1st of next year. Incumbent Greenville Mayor Knox White easily won his eighth term in office after he defeated Democrat challenger and former city councilman Michelle Shane. Unofficial results showed that uh, uh, Mayor White won close to 70% of the votes, while Ms. Shane lagged behind with just 30%. In his victory speech, a very happy White said that the city of Greenville has transformed from a city with an unsafe downtown to a city the locals and tourists alike are touting as the greatest city in the country. He said, looking forward, though, elections are good because it forces everyone to talk about issues again. Tonight's debate starts at 8 p.m. It will last uh, just uh, two hours, 8 to 10 o'clock. Do you plan to watch? The questions uh, the candidates will be asked have not been revealed yet. So what questions would you like? What questions are you hopeful they will be asked tonight? Text them to the Truth Text Line, 864-477-JOEY, 864-477-5639. You can leave a quick voice message. 
your emails are welcome as well. Joey at joeyhudson.com. My uh, Salem colleague, Hugh Hewitt, will be one of the moderators tonight. I had a chance to talk to Hugh last night for a while as a group of us went out to dinner here in Miami. Uh, but Hugh was not falling for it. Hugh was uh, mums the word, would not give us a hint of what type of questions they might have. But tonight's going to be interesting. Will you be watching? Uh, Before we get into some of the details of tonight, let me tell you uh, about Ph.D. weight loss and nutrition. Almost three years ago, actually just over three years ago, I met Dr. Ashley Lucas. I lost 30 pounds in a matter of just a few months. And the good news is, because of the Ph.D. weight loss and nutrition program, because of the fact that it's based on the science of nutrition, I have been able to maintain that weight loss for over three years now. There are a lot of non-scale victories there as well. Uh, you're going to feel better. You're going to be able to focus. You're going to have a better mood. You're going to be able to do things, have the energy to do things maybe you haven't been able to do in quite some time. You'll be able to fit in some of those clothes that you put in the back of the closet. If you want to accomplish this, if you have 10, 20, 30, or more to lose, and you want to lose it for the last time, let me encourage you to make the call today, 864-252-4925. You can go online at myphdweightloss.com. Go ahead and get this started. Some people say, well, we're getting close to Thanksgiving or Christmas is just around the corner. This is a perfect time for you to start because if you go ahead and make the call today, 864-252-4925, by Thanksgiving and by Christmas, you can have already lost 10, 20, 30 pounds or more. Ph.D. Weight Loss and Nutrition, the official partner of the Clemson Tiger. So tonight's debate, Axios reports tonight's GOP presidential debate is expected to bring fireworks to what increasingly looks like the race for second between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Uh, Unless the Republican field dramatically consolidates, Axios says former President Trump, who is hosting a counter-program rally just down the road from where we are, literally uh, uh, just like 20, 30 minutes from here in Miami where we're located today. Uh, A recent poll found that DeSantis and Haley are locked in a distant second in the Iowa caucuses where Trump's just dominating like he has been uh, for since since the the race started. Uh, Both of the potential Trump alternatives are casting a rival as a spoiler. Governor DeSantis says Nikki Haley's a spoiler. Nikki Haley says he's a spoiler. And they both say that neither have a path to the nomination. So that's that's setting the stage to what some say tonight could be very, uh, could, could be fireworks. Uh, a memo that was penned by DeSantis is a strategist point to uh, to the Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds' surprise endorsement on Monday as a sign that Governor DeSantis is uniquely positioned to stop Trump from winning big in the first in the nation caucuses. Iowa's a different animal. Anything can happen in Iowa. The memo argues, simply put, without Ron DeSantis in this primary, Trump is the Republican nominee. Every dollar the pro-Haley community collects or spends should also be listed as an in-kind contribution on Donald Trump's campaign, FEC reports. They are charging that Nikki Haley's candidacy um, hurts 
Ron DeSantis more than anyone, anyone and could prevent anyone being able to defeat Trump in a matchup next year. Uh, on the other side, Haley's campaign manager, uh, Betsy Ankney, wrote in her own pre-debate memo, even if DeSantis were to do well in Iowa, which is a big if, given his current decline, he is in such a weak position in New Hampshire and South Carolina, it doesn't matter. He has no end game, she said. So if you want to read between the lines, the Trump campaign seemingly can't get enough of the feud. <laughs> They're encouraging us. They're liking this. they blasting out Haley's uh, latest anti-DeSantis ad. Uh, These boots are made for lying, it's titled, and predicting a battle of losers on tonight's debate stage. Others on the stage tonight, Senator Tim Scott, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, uh, tonight's third presidential primary debate is at the Performing Arts of Miami-Dade County, where I am right now. In order to qualify for tonight's debate, candidates had to obtain a minimum of 70,000 unique donors and receive at least 4% of the vote in multiple polls to qualify. Again, tonight's the third primary debate. Starts at 8 o'clock, uh, wraps up at 10 and uh, we'll, be, we'll be giving you some updates along the way. It airs live on NBC, also streams on NBC News Now and NBCNews.com, and you can listen on the Salem Radio Network online at MikeOnline.com. Uh, again, the moderators, Meet the Press moderator Kristen Welker, NBC Nightly, Nightly News anchor Lester Holt, and my colleague, radio host Hugh Hewitt. They will be tonight's moderators. No surprise, after two no-shows at previous GOP debates, uh, Donald Trump will not be there. Instead, he will be speaking, uh, competing, having a competing rally uh, for the debate in Helia, Florida. Again, it's about a half-hour drive away from where we are in Miami here. Trump has cited his strong lead in the polls as reason for him not to participate in these debates. Did you enjoy my Time with Bill O'Reilly yesterday. Bill has done it again, hasn't he? Another bestseller in his Killing series. Killing the Witches, it revisits um, the most frightening and inexplicable episodes in American history. The events of 1692 and 1693 in Salem Village, Massachusetts. If you missed yesterday's show, you owe it to yourself. Go back and listen. That's it for today's edition of Just the Truth. Thanks for joining me in the PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition Studio as we are in our mobile studio in Miami. To lose weight for the last time, visit myphdweightloss.com. If you haven't joined our mailing list yet, visit my website, joeyhudson.com. Click on the Connect with Joey button so that you can receive our emails with the most up-to-date news. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll give you all the details of tonight's debate as I'll be watching from the spin room tonight. Keep your comments coming via the Truth text line, 864-477-JOEY, 864-477-5639. And keep your emails coming to joey at joeyhudson.com. Until next time, remember, God's got this. He's still in control.